Vegas. What I forgot is better than whatever they remember. Never mind, I'm off it. It's quiet for Time to put the temper tantrums to the quiet corner. Hush, that's enough, said the ruler. No suckers allowed to break bread or asunder. The daylight, lightning, and the thunder. Sun, moon, and stars, and the hunger. Abundance in bundles. Blessings in troubles. What up, Trap? <laughs> Back in this thing, Man Tribe Sports, the first one that we've had since November 13th, 2019. First and, one of the year. And uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way right now, because in that last episode, Swank said that Ed Orgeron was not from Louisiana. He did. Blair, uh, please tell your family if they're listening. You got called out hard. My bad. <laughs> my bad. It's kind of my bad, too, because I just went with it because I was like, really? Wait, no, I think he's from Louisiana, but... I wasn't going to say nothing. I had no idea, but if anybody talks like, well, I haven't got nothing out of that. Huh. Wait, you don't Mike. Have no choice. Huh. I thought he just got paid to talk like that. Hey, go easy on that cigar, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I am Garrett Shashelsky. Swank Chewbacchus. Swank Swank Chewbacchus. Brother Meek, right here. Back in your life once again. Oh. And, uh,. In the previous thing that we did where we were uh, recording, but we weren't recording, Swank did make a good point. We are going to try and be better about doing Mantra Sports a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. Not making any promises, though, because I do this twice a week. Like, I got to do this tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, No, I'm just saying on our stats and stuff that we talk about, our predictions, we got to be better oh, than that. No, they suck. Like that, dude. Terrible. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't have to be – Joe uh, – Joe Rogan said it the best. You don't have to be accurate. It, it's a podcast. You just hope that you get it right, and if you don't, then you correct it and hope it's funny. There's millions of people that bet on football that get it wrong every day, so the fact that we get oh. it wrong. One of them's me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I obviously got a Cajun guy wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. He was you just... said a Cajun motherfucker was not Cajun. Yeah. That's just and, and, and horrific. I mean, he's. Sounds like one. They didn't even pour water on him last night. They poured gumbo on him when he won. (laughs) Um, So so, crawfish water. While we're on that, this is a good segue. Uh, (laughs) The LSU Tigers won the national championship last night. Oh, they won that game? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just by a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 45 or 42, 25. Excuse me. Uh, It was looking close in that first quarter. Or maybe, I don't remember, was it the first two quarters, first quarter and a half? I think, I, I think about towards the end of the first quarter is it? when LSU kind of started, like, dominating them. Yeah. Basically. That group uh, chat from Louisiana, it was it was real quiet, and there was a couple <laughs> angry, like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then after, you know, halftime on, it was, it was fire. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, I didn't start watching it until halftime. And uh, but I kept up, and I was a little worried in our group chat yeah. because uh, we had a couple people, you know, very confident, and I was worried for Garrett. And mm. but oh, and never a doubt, Swank. Big Dick Joe never, showed up. Never, <laughs> Big Dick Joe. Did you see that after the game? <laughs> he was wearing a, a hat that says Big Dick Joe. Yeah, yeah. Was that while he was chiefing on his on his cigar? Yes, yes. Oh, he's on the cigar ball. <laughs> I mean, if he, if he had a season that he had, if you did what he did, you could literally do whatever you want, and it shouldn't be no one could say anything to you. The greatest season for a college quarterback in the history of the game. Like, hands down, 
No fucking exceptions. I don't want to hear about Tim Tebow. I don't want to hear about Johnny Manziel. I'm a fucking A&M fan. I don't want to hear about Johnny Manziel. I don't want to hear about Cam Newton. I don't want to hear about nobody but Joe Burrow if you're talking about the greatest season. by, And I am I mean a season, not a yeah. career. I'm not right. talking about 2018 Joe Burrow when he yeah. was average. I'm talking about 2019. From, like, no one expected this blow up. No. He wasn't even supposed to be the starter or, or barely the starter. He was the third string. At Ohio State, now given he was behind JT Barrett and and, uh, and uh, shit, name escapes me. Field? No, uh, play, playing for the Redskins now. Oh, Haskins. Uh, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously there was talent in front of him, but l- just last year, last year, he was not anywhere near this good. Right. Well, he, he was an average quarterback. He probably would have been if he had gotten drafted, period. He would have been fifth, sixth, seventh round quarterback. Well, yeah. it was an iffy deal on him being just, will he make it as the starter for the full year for LSU? Oh, yeah. The, the people were questioning whether or not he should even be starting. Ain't yeah. questioning it now. No. No. Not at all. He's no. number one because, pick, bro. Let me just read some of these records it, to you. Okay? okay. Joe Burrow, 60 passing touchdowns. That's the most in a single season. Okay. 65 total touchdowns. That's rushing and passing. Right. Most in a single season. LSU, 726 points scored. That's the most in the AP era, which is since 1939. Fun fact, that's the only national championship A&M ever won, 1939. Hmm. Uh, And the 463 yards and five passing touchdowns, both of those numbers are championship game records. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow, greatest college quarterback, greatest season for a college quarterback Ever. Now, do you want me to tell you his most impressive stat? Go ahead. His most impressive stat, which is probably the most impressive stat of all any sport anywhere for 2019 at least, was he played two games in Atlanta, and he threw more touchdowns <laughs> in those two games than Matt Ryan did for the entire season <laughs> that is his home i mean i don't know how many games the falcons played at home but it's eight. eight and eight yeah yeah, yeah. Eight, eight eight games. Games. <laughs> he played eight games and joe burrow threw more touchdowns than matt ryan in two shit and a half now granted i mean it looks really shitty on matt ryan but i mean honestly he probably threw more touchdowns in those two games than most quarterbacks <laughs> i mean yeah to go to other fields and stuff, but it was just the fact had, that it was there. What seven? He had seven passing and one rushing in the game against Oklahoma. Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah, I know he had something like that. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. That's and like just I I was staring at his stats all day because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. They're dumb as hell. Six seventy six point three percent completion percentage, five thousand six hundred seventy one passing yards. 60 touchdowns to only six interceptions, 369 rushing yards, five touchdowns. That's 6,056 yards total, over 6,000 total yards, and 65 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. 15 games. That is so fucking dumb. (laughs) It is. That's so dumb that one person did that. Like that. There. Do you realize how many fucking? I wish. This is we need a stat boy. I wish I knew how many teams in the NCAA this year didn't even score sixty five touchdowns. 
Like total, total, total. for them the as a team. team. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of them. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That, I mean, that that's <laughs> how fucking ridiculous is that? And now he's got to go to Cincinnati and get ruined. Yeah. Now here's the question: Are you going to pick him up when he gets in Cincinnati? We'll we'll get we'll get to the NFL talk. Okay. We'll get to the NFL talk. I want, get, I, I want to get to Joe Burrow NFL talk because I know where he's going already. No, nope. he's known that he's going from the Tigers to the uh, to the Bengals to the, the Bengals. He's going from the Bayou Bengals to the yeah. regular Bengals. He's just going back home. That's he's going. What he's doing. He's going back home to Ohio. Yeah. Bayou Bengals to the regular Bengals. Uh. While we're still on the on the LSU game, Blair, I told you this earlier. I have to eat a small bit of crow, even though I kind of apologized already on Ed Orgeron, because on the regular podcast, the guy that's normally sitting right here, Chase, his buddy that he was working with at the time was an LSU fan and was talking shit about Jimbo Fisher, you know, $75 million, he's not worth that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, yeah, but y'all got Ed O. I mean, let's not act like he's, you know, he's not Nick Saban. He he kind of, he did okay at USC. He was horrible at Ole Miss. Like, let's let's give it time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only been there for a couple years. Jimbo at that time when I said this was at the beginning of his second year. Like, let's give it time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, because Ed Orgeron and LSU – is the greatest marriage of coach and team or coaching university or coaching franchise or coach player and friend. I mean, like community. Any, yes. Coaching community. It is the greatest fucking marriage in the history of sports. Yeah. There is no body on this fucking planet that is more fit to be the head coach at Louisiana State University than Ed Orgeron. Especially if he's Cajun. Ding. Arguably, <laughs> arguably the guy Farmer Brown from the Water Boy, but he's not obviously an option. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if they would just fight each other for the honor, they're Ed, twins, right? I think Ed Orgeron would would coach LSU for crawfish. If they gave him free crawfish, <laughs> fucking sign him up. Like he's down. You know, I just thought about. I'd like to see like a, a funny video. Somebody needs to make up of those two having like a conversation on the phone or something <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, just a skit, like a Saturday night live or something. And Ed Orgeron answers the phone and it's him. It's, oh, I got him. I got him. <laughs> the only problem is, is that the funny thing about both of them is that nobody can understand them, but they would understand each other. Yeah, I know. They would just, it, they would both be <laughs> and then Ed O would be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Right at the end. Yeah, I I almost believe that picture that I saw of the uh, the caption that read his words along. That's that's the one I sent in our group text. I know I almost Close caption it almost had me believing that was actually a real photo until I saw the word "go" was spelled out. I said, yeah. "Okay, G-A-U-A. somebody typed this up." Yeah, but <laughs> somebody did that shit. Blah 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 blah. blah. Go Tigers! <laughs> but that's just like it's the greatest fucking marriage between you know a coach or a player and the team that he plays for or coaches. In the history of sports, mm-hmm. there is no better fit. There, you cannot tell me a better fit between coach and team than Ed Orgeron in Baton Rouge. And he also, I mean, he's changing the fucking game as far as like how everything is coached because he runs that program like a CEO. Mm-hmm. He gets them dudes fired up. 
and he finds because he knows he has deficiencies in coaching. Like he's he's not a great X's and O's guy. He hires the people that are though. He's an offensive line coach. That's all he is. Yeah. He hires the people that that can out coach Nick Saban. You know, and so that's gonna we're gonna end up seeing that more and more in college football now. Well, they did that with Arizona State with yeah. Herm Edwards, but it hasn't worked out to the same degree yet. Yeah, but but they just gave him an extension, and mm-hmm. Arizona State's 20, doing 24. a lot better than yeah. what they were. You just gotta. Well, they were fucking trash before that, so yeah, you know, all, you you win eight games and you're like, oh shit. Kind of like Jimbo now with the with A and M is like he won eight games this year. We had a tough ass schedule. There's a lot of people that are like watch A and M uh, on a podcast that I listen to. This college football for Barstool Sports, Brandon Walker and Casey Smith, and uh, Brandon Walker said that A and M is should be one like near a favorite to win the SEC West next year. Hmm. It's like wow, that's a that is a stretch. That's big. Yeah. I mean, that's big time. Now, I'm totally expecting them to win nine games for sure. Ten games if we're having a good season. Eleven games would be fucking incredible. If you go eleven and one, fuck, sign yeah. me up. Like you're that you're not going to end up winning the SEC. I don't think. Yeah. You know, if you if you only win eleven games, I think you would have to go so they undefeated. Have, they have sixteen game seasons like the NFL. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, with a bowl game. Unless you're in the playoff, then it's fourteen. Right. right? I thought it's or it's thirteen. I it was fifteen, but whatever. Well, LSU at the end of the season, what fifteen and zero? Yeah. So that's two bowl yeah. games. So that's their the championship, the playoff game. So they play a thirteen game and the season. SEC championship. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. So yeah. 12 games, conference championship, bowl game, or two playoff games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, I mean, I've heaped all the fucking praise I can on LSU. Nah, they're, they're so they, likable, dude. Yeah, like, how could you not? Is good. Uh, how could you not like them? Like, I mean, uh, the receiving core is amazing. Oh, who was the. Who's the cat that uh, against Oklahoma caught the four touchdown pass? Yeah, that's Jefferson. Jefferson. That's his. Yeah, he's been there. He was there last year, too. Like I said, he. He put up good, decent numbers. He's, yeah, but now he, he's not even like the best receiver. That Chase guy, number one, he's. That's what I'm shows. saying. Are they both seniors? I probably should know this, but I don't. I know that Jefferson is right. Uh, I don't know for sure. You want to look that up? Look that up. Yeah. I want to know how many of the how many of the players that were on both of those teams are going to the draft next year, and how many first round picks were in the game that we watched <laughs> last night? Uh, a bunch of them, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that my every point, player on the field most likely. <laughs> yeah, even the twenty-two men that were on the bench or whatever. Jefferson scored four touchdowns against Oklahoma. Jamar Chase, dude, that dude comes out and fucking so nine good. catches. I think it was two hundred twenty-one yards for a couple for what three touchdowns. Yeah. What's well, a toss-up? Totally it's a, different. It's it's either one. You guard one, you got to face yeah. the other, and vice versa. And then you got well, I wouldn't say little moss, but big moss. Big Miles, Thaddeus Miles. He's in there. Yeah. He's that was kind of a, a special deal as uh, Thaddeus Moss caught the touchdown that broke the single season touchdown record for mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. And Randy Moss caught the touchdown that broke the single season 
touchdown record for Tom Brady. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool. That cool little. I saw yeah. Randy Moss. He didn't even look like he was sitting in the VIP section. It looked like he was just yeah, sitting was, down there with the LSU yeah, fans. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody knew who he was. I, <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that the camera was showing us him in the stands, like I'm, I don't even know if the people that were sitting around him knew that Randy Moss was sitting there. Yeah, they might not have. Who knows? They might not have uh, TVs where they live at in the swamp. I mean, uh, <laughs> there was, there's a lot of controversy that surrounded this game with all the – Cigar smoking and oh, yeah. OBJ making it rain. <laughs> and Did you see what they said? They said that was fake money that yeah. he was handing out. No, it was not. He's trying to invite these boys to his, his Monopoly party, weekly <laughs> Monopoly party. That was not fake money. Them no. boys are getting $500 handshakes. But, I mean, I get it. You're, you're from LSU. You're a big player from there, you know, arguably, besides maybe Fournette. Like I don't know. Yeah. The most famous LSU player in the football right now? Who, Joe yeah. Burrow? No. no. Odell Beckham. Oh, Odell? In the pros currently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I get it. You want to come yeah. back and yeah. remind Odell. people this is where you're from. You want to, yeah. you know. Matt Flynn? I mean, was Jarvis Landry there? I don't, I don't I mean, you you took it above and beyond. But Zeke was there. Still, you he went do, to Ohio State. You could do whatever you want. Like <laughs> Zeke was in their locker room. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? My boy Trump was there. Yeah, they came, anyway. He came out there all year USA, USA. I was like, okay, this guy's going to get crunk already. Well, it was. It had to be like 80-20 mm-hmm. LSU fans, right? Yeah, I mean, like, if you're playing they, in, losing yeah, home field advantage. In, yeah, they, uh, they had their, you know, Clemson section. And was that but, decided way before, I think, like beginning yeah. of the year? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was decided like won. three years ago. Well, you can't put in like a yeah. petition if you're Clemson, like saying, "Hey, no, we, we ain't doing all that." No, and Davo's old fucking bitching ass. He he always talking sideways out of his mouth. Like he he <laughs> he's always preaching. I, I'm gonna go in on Dabo a little bit here because Dabo is one of those dudes that constantly is like preaching all the time, like thanking God and stuff like that. Because you can't talk down on a guy like that. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, God gives us everything. Okay. I'm good with that. But then you also are coming out the side of your mouth, like complaining a little bit about how you have to play LSU in New Orleans and how everybody thinks of Clemson as this little school and shit like that. I'm like, dude, you've been in the playoff like every fucking year. Yeah. You're not an underdog anymore. No. You're a powerhouse. Right. And I understand he probably does that to like get to his players to mm. make them think that they're underdogs and stuff. But the only reason you were ranked number three is because you play in the ACC, and the ACC is shit. Mm-hmm. You didn't play anybody all fucking year. Right. Your best opponent was A and M. They went eight and five. So, like A and M would have been second in the ACC. Right. That's weird to think about. <laughs> I just I I can't stand that Dabo does that shit, and I understand he does it like on purpose. You know, How he wants to play them up. Twenty three. I'm guessing you want to you want to Google it. Who, Get what? off of Snapchat, boy! I thought you were looking up how many <laughs> yeah, players are in the NFL. I did, I did look it up. How many players are going to the NFL? To the draft. It didn't show up. It said there's like 320 LSU players. What is is Jamar Chase a senior? Did you look that up? No, he's like a sophomore. Don't you do not fucking tell me that man's a sophomore. Why don't we just ask? Don't you anymore? fucking do it? I'm just gonna go ahead now. Alexa, is Jamar Chase a sophomore? Anybody that knows this, they can go ahead and just comment on the YouTube video. That way we know. We don't have time to look it up. I refuse to believe that somebody that is that good is a sophomore. Please 
Because I had him on our my fantasy. We don't have to play him next year. Oh my god. He's sophomore. Sophomore. Oh god damn it. Last sophomore. Yeah. You gotta play him for at least one more year. Fuck. Well, it is what it is. At least we won't have Joe Burrow to throw to him. Yeah. Uh Derek King, maybe, you know. Yeah. Did you see that <laughs> shit? The quarterback from U of H? Houston. Derek King? No, I didn't see Entered that. the transfer portal today. After Dude. he took a red shirt season? To yeah. LSU? No, we he don't know yet. Don't know yet, but I mean it's pretty goddamn suspicious that he waited until the day after the championship mm. to announce it. Because yeah. all year he was saying, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Because he took a red shirt his senior year so that he could play again next year. Okay. For the University of Houston is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> for for U of H. He's gonna stay at U of H. He's just it was about his development as a quarterback uh-huh. and as as a player. And then he waits until the day after the national championship yeah. to get in the transfer report. That boy is going to be yelling, go Tigers, by the end of the week. <laughs> Which um, one? I, like I told hey, wait, you earlier. Is Lawrence, is Lawrence going up too? No, he's a sophomore. Okay. Like yeah. I told you earlier, uh, I read a deal where somebody was like, after that he announced, they're like, I wonder how much Oklahoma paid for that. Or, <laughs> you know, now LSU, yeah. they don't have Joe Burrow. Or, Could be know, Oklahoma. I don't think it's Oklahoma though, because Alabama have, really don't have a fucking quarterback. Oklahoma, either. well, no. Mac, got, Mac, got Mac Jones ain't terrible. You got Mac Jones, but I mean, Mac Jones ain't terrible. He's not a Alabama quarterback. Like oh, he, yes, to. he is. He's fucking AJ. He's cut right out of AJ McCarron's cloth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that is AJ McCarron 2.0 uh, right there. And know. but and Oklahoma's got Spencer Rattler, yeah, who is supposed to be. A monster. I guess we'll see on that. But I, I could see De'Ara King going to fucking LSU. Yeah. Just when everybody thinks they're off the hook. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> Joe Burrow's going to LSU. They're not going to be good next year. Boom. De'Ara King. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Boo, bitch. They're back. <laughs> Ole Miss. Oh, Lane Kiffin. Back. Oh, somebody. yeah. The Lane Train. Ole Miss going to the Lane Train. The Lane Train. Showing up at Ole Miss. And Mike Leach going oh, to yeah. fucking Mississippi State. Yeah. Boy, SEC is going to be so fun next year. <laughs> oh, my God. Mike Leach. I can't wait. If he thought. That, that was a surprise hire for me. I he thought. thought that them Washington boys had fat little girlfriends. What is he going to say about Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> this, he's about to go off. Oh, man. Oh, and uh, also Joe Brady is leaving LSU. Mm-hmm. Their passing game coordinator. Just saw that. Didn't Yeah, he's going to Carolina. Yeah, going to the Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator for Matt Rule. Yeah, there's a bunch of people on there already, LSU fans. They were sharing in the group chat. Yep. Dogging him, saying he's a traitor and this and that. He's not a traitor, man. He got you a championship. Yeah, I mean. You got to be happy about that. He's going to take a pay raise. Like, that's what what he's there to do is to further his life. Like Exactly. (laughs) He's not a coach. Just to be an LSU coach. Now, great, he might still love LSU. Just to be the he might passing, root for him forever, but the know. passing game coordinator, right? He wasn't. LSU. Yeah, he wasn't even the speaking of the trader. offense coordinator. But yet, that dude's pretty good. I tell you uh, right now, he's first ever to get the speaking of tra- trader. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is this is going to be a long shot, so I don't want to jump off on a tangent or anything. But <laughs> I got to throw out a, a congratulations and also some hate mail for Tyler Epler. Oh yeah. yeah, my boy signed back to the MLB. Yeah, and lo and behold, the Washington Nationals 
And he wants people to congratulate him. <laughs> I just liked it. I didn't even say nothing else. I All mean, I said was, you know, I, I like that. Congrats, I guess. Shit. I mean, I'm normally that funny guy that jokes like that, and I thought about it. Like, I was on there. I was like halfway typing my message, like, ain't nobody happy for you. And I was like, man, it's, it's not the right medium. I'm not going <laughs> to throw it out there. You know, I am, I am happy for him. I hope the Astros steal your signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you better hide your kids, hide your signs. They're stealing everything out here. <laughs> I guess with from what I heard, they're pretty good at it. I mean, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna get into the depressing shit, yeah, we we're might going, as well just go on getting into the depressing. It was a it was a hard two, rabbit hole. Well. It was a hard two days for your boy over here. Okay, <laughs> worst we're transitioning worst two days in Houston now? sports. Worst two days. In oh, I mean, yeah. if we're gonna talk if we're gonna talk about the Nationals and Tyler Epler, now in all seriousness, congratulations. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. That is awesome, but. Uh, if you do, if you go to the majors, I'm buying a Tyler Epler jersey for sure. Oh yeah, like, I'd buy a Triple A one if I knew how to get one. I can show you. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> deal. But uh, yeah, the Astros got the fucking hammer dropped on them. Yeah. Leno and Hinch suspended for the whole goddamn year. They got fined five million dollars, and they lost first and second round picks in 2020 and 2021, and then like. 45 minutes after they announced the suspensions, Hinch and Luno both fired. fired. Well, like in the group text, I sent that deal. I said, is this the end of the Hinch and Luno era? Talking about their suspension. Yeah. And what, five minutes later, I sent another one. I'm like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was just telling, we were talking about it at work. And then all of a sudden, it literally popped up. While I had my phone open. They were fired. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But it's like I get it. Like I understand exactly. Obviously, you have to have you have to hold someone accountable for it. But I mean, people have been stealing signs since the beginning of baseball. It's not against the rules. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like, and that's obviously they got away with it. They did it and stuff. But like some of the some of the penalties penalize a team. Obviously, the franchise in general. Yeah. But it's like those two people weren't solely. I mean, I guess they knew what was going on and they were in charge. No, the two that were the masterminds in it aren't even. In the franchise, anymore. yeah, they yeah. they are the manager of the New York Mets, Carlos Beltran, and the manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Cora. Which, by the time this comes out tomorrow, Alex Cora may be suspended for the whole yeah, fucking season. I, I think Alex seat. Cora is going to get worse than out of everybody. Boston's going to end up mm-hmm. firing him. He'll probably get the worst. He, him, and Pete Rose might be bunking together, watching baseball games and stuff. Ooh. But then that's, a, that's the thing that you don't I don't hate on a legend like that. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand is <laughs> Carlos Beltran. Like it's known that he was a mastermind in this whole deal, and he's not even getting a he's not getting any repercussions for it. They're like, oh, well, you're just a player. You're doing what you're told to do. No, <laughs> he he was part of it. It yeah. was him and Alex Cora. Like that was their thing. And what exactly were they doing? For those, I mean, I know a little bit about it. I just want to. Uh, they had a camera watching the, in the catcher in the camera outfield. feed in center field right. that was zoomed in on home plate that was getting the signs from the catcher. And then they, they had a man, uh, two guys watching right behind the dugout. And they had, they actually, they kind of gave themselves up because in their little World Series documentary that they did in 2017, they, there's a video shot of. The computer. Of the table and like they're they're pulling the fucking TV monitor down that they use to do it, but that it's their little setup. It's a table right there. They have a fucking camera feed 
straight into it. And how are they notifying the the batters of the this? infamous trash can? A the trash can. That's what I was getting at. Plastic trash. You the know the big, big big trash cans yeah, when you go to the game. Yeah. No, I'm the, the same. Everybody that pretty that's much fun. everybody that's listened to us has been to like an Astros game or LSU game or you know something. The yeah. big plastic fucking four sided trash cans that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah. Sitting right next to the table. And they had a baseball bat or, you know, something to fucking hit it. When it was like an off-speed pitch for a curveball, boom, yeah. boom. Change up, boom. Fastball, don't hit it. Yeah. So. I wish that I could have been the guy that was in charge of that. I would have been had trash cans. Look, I'd have a circle of trash cans around like Neil Pert from Rush. I would have been in there just. <laughs> as soon as I seen the sign, it just sounds you already heard it's Tom Sawyer. Uh, Today's curveball I mean me R.I.P. Neil Peart Yeah R.I.P. But uh, yeah So they got the fucking band hammer Basically And uh, I don't I mean Hinch at least like owned up to it We don't don't have anything from Luno He didn't own up to it in the sense of like He was like hey I was Yeah I was in on that shit but he was like, I was the manager. I was supposed to stop it. And he didn't. It, so. Luno, he he put out a um, deal or whatever. But all he did was just throw Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran under the bus. Yeah. That's all he did the whole time. It Which was, it is their oh, fault. Oh, I didn't know. But I, I didn't know, but I did know. And blah, blah, blah. And it is their the masterminds. So it's their, their fault. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I mean, there's so many teams, I bet, that have another strategy like that where if it's not beaten on a trash can, it's. Yeah, it's called you know, the Boston Red Sox. They use the whatever the replay booth. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. like like the woo, like the whatever they yell is well, a sign or something. That supposedly they did try that. They tried whistling and clapping and all that stuff, but it the, wasn't working. They were still striking out. It wasn't. I mean, still, you still got to be as have good to as hit the ball. I, mean, I guess it does. Hitting help a no fucking one. trash can with a baseball bat was <laughs> the most effective way to get their fucking sign across. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, just get yeah. some earbuds. Like, you know, like one of those little things. If you're going to cheat, fucking cheat. Yeah. Let's I mean, get some. Well, that's what yeah. they were they you're were talking million, about. You're that, a million dollar franchise. You can hide it better than a, well, than a wiffle point, ball bat in a trash can. At yeah. one point, they were saying that there was <laughs> Band-Aids or some shit, and it had some kind of, like, deal that buzzed on them on a, on a fucking Band-Aid. Come on, man. And then they tried Put to say that. Put that bitch on your thigh. That, yeah. That Martin Maldonado. Uh, no, no. Robinson Trinos. He had something in his glove. And he dropped his glove and something dropped down and he picked it up real quick. See, which that was that all was that probably, was. That was a legit that ass band cocaine. It's yeah, like a whole. <laughs> just a conspiracy deal. On no, the whole it's a, it's a whole fucking rabbit. These motherfuckers cheat every single yeah, game yeah. in every possible that's way what, that they can. That's what Brock was saying the other day. He ain't he's like, winning. He's like, in the old days, he said they've been cheating for years. They wipe dog poop on their fingers and throw the baseball. Bro, <laughs> like, the not. pine tar with yeah. corking the bats and like all that type of shit. There's a hundred thousand ways. It's the same thing I say about like computer hacking and shit like that. The people that want to do bad are always going to be ahead of the people that want to do good. Always. Yep. The criminals are always going to be ahead of the cops. Yep. Like by the time you catch them, they done committed the, the fucking crime. Mm-hmm. So that's it's the same way with this. Like, if there's people out there that there's teams out there that are cheating right now that nobody has any fucking clue. They have no idea that it's going on. But it's so fucking sophisticated. It's like you said, they got some they got a little buzzer and a band-aid. 
that everybody's got one on their thigh. Mm-hmm. And when the fastball's coming, that motherfucker starts playing jingle bells. <laughs> like, like uh, you know, it. I, I don't like using that excuse like the everybody's doing it yeah. shit, but it it's is what tr- it is. It's the truth. They but, got caught. They got a fucking big, you know, penalty. It is what it is. None of the players got suspended, so that's cool. So what do you think for next season? What are your Astros predictions? Oh, there's the the World Series predictions and everything never changed because none of the players are getting suspended. They, all they lost is AJ Hinch. They got the same coaching staff that they had before. They got the I same mean, everything. Besides the fact they lost Garrett Cole, but yeah, yeah. that's but pretty big time. I mean, they're they're number two. And they got have, the same same odds as the Dodgers. I don't know how baseball deals go because I, mean, I know you already have like your your backups are kind of in like the AAA training stage. But I mean, does the draft picks? Are you really fixing to get somebody? You know, on those first two picks. Possibly. Yeah. Carlos Correa was one of those, which you're and not. Alex Bregman. Them. They only uh, spent like, what, a year and a half, two years in the. Yeah. Yeah. Those uh, those guys, especially at the top end of the draft, are usually like you're going to develop those guys into. Quick, quickly. Yeah. In, into, you know, top And, and that's going to hurt. Superstars. That's going to hurt losing those picks, those four picks in the next two years. That's going to hurt. Yeah. But, I mean. That's how, that's how they rebuilt. Yeah. If it wasn't that they developed the guys and they now play for the Astros after they drafted them, they traded them for somebody who now plays for the Astros. But, like, I mean, first-round picks are first-round pick, no matter what. But, I mean, if they're if they're second, I mean, do they, do they have second-to-last pick in the first round since they went so far? Is it like that? Yeah. Like, if you have the better record, like, you're going to yeah. obviously have, like, the... Champ gets the last pick, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, you're... You, you weren't going to get like you know one of the top ten you know draft picks coming out of the deal no. or anything. So I mean, no, no, they're they're at the bottom anyways. It's still yeah. a first round pick you're missing out. But on. those, I mean, but you know, there's saying. so many good baseball players that yeah. like even those guys that are picked at the end of the first round, mm-hmm. like they're probably they have a better than normal shot to be like a superstar. Yeah, even the guys in the second round, third round. I mean, the fucking MLB draft is like 52 rounds long or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But going on that with Jeff Luno losing his uh, his job and whatnot, I was uh, seeing that somebody was talking about, well, maybe finally since Jeff Luno's gone, the Astros can possibly get rid of Tucker or Whitley to find an actual good <laughs> pitcher. So nah. <laughs> Forrest Whitley is that good pitcher. Yeah, well, you I'm just, just got to give like, him time and let him quit sniffing coke. Yeah, you just got to... Hopefully find somebody that's established, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Because, uh, I mean, uh, Luno's gone, Hinch is gone, and the that other dude, Talbon or whatever, mm-hmm. the one that was making yeah. fun of the Talbert. I think it's Talbert. Talbert. Some, some yeah. shit yeah. like that. But he making fun of those um, yeah, domestic violence Roberto people. Yeah, so. <laughs> still, he's so, still a piece of shit, huh? Who, Roberto okay. Azuna? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, both of them are, but... So. But anyway, yeah, so hopefully let's let's. I think the Astros are still going to do all right. We'll, and, uh, we'll wash our hands of it. It's over now. Yeah, it's over now. Nobody just, got suspended. That still works for the organization. We'll see what comes just out real next quick season. because I don't think that they're going to keep him uh, as the, the he's named the interim manager now. But I don't think that he's going to be the actual manager, Joe Espada. Who do you think? You think the Astros going to go with? I don't think it really matters that much, Craig. Honestly. 
I think Craig for, Biggio, that would be, that would be I, dope. dude. I've been saying that for a while that I think Craig Biggio is just that agent Hinch is just a little stopgap guy that just happened to be really good. Jeff Bagwell, hidden coach. Yeah, do it. They've done it before. Fucking do it, Jim Crane. Yeah, they had that, they had that post listening. come out. The, but I think the their next stop. Like, I think the stopgap before Biggio, Bergman, hidden coach, and. Lance Bergman, general manager. There we go. No, it's Biggio's general well, manager. Yeah, uh, whatever, whatever gets has, Bergman out of the fucking booth. I can't yeah. stand him in the booth. Yeah. But I love me some Lance Bergman, man. Bergman was supposed to be him. the manager, then Bagwell's the hitting coach, bench coach, whatever, and then Biggio is the GM. But I don't yeah. know. Anyways, whatever. Dusty Baker. That's what I'm thinking. Biggio, Dusty Baker. He would, he would recruit his son. Who? Caven Biggio? And that and then his son, the one that or Kevin Biggio, whatever, He's playing yeah. for uh, Toronto, City? Toronto, Toronto, yeah, and he's doing really teams. fucking good. I forgot to mention, I have a comment on uh, Instagram. I I put if if you listen to us, go follow us on Instagram. I asked like if you have any hot takes or anything uh, about sports, like put it in the comments. I might read it on the show. One of our comments was uh, the goat, but it's spelled. G, E. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. A U T, A U X T. The goat. The goat. <laughs> the goat. Wow. Go easy on the cigar, boy. So yeah, thought I would mention that. The comment was That's from Cheyenne. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, the goat. Uh, anyway, while we're on Houston sports. <laughs> What other Houston teams can we talk about? Got him. <laughs> Kansas City Texans. Kansas City Texans. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still fucking pissed. At least you're wearing a guy that used to play for a Texas team jersey. Yeah, Dante Hall, big baby. <laughs> X Factor. I mean, when that game started, I was like, all right, back up. Okay. Back, back way up. Okay. All the way back. All right. The games. We're pulling it back. All the playoff games that have just been going, I think that all of them went opposite the way I expected, except for the Eagles losing to Seattle and. Seattle losing to Green Bay? Yeah, I kind of thought that too. But there's been some upsets. There's been some real shady stuff going on. And when the Texans came out and. I can get, there's one mess up, there's two I can, mess up. I can hear you already. I can hear you. you can I know see exactly it. what's been the come out of his mouth. I know. <laughs> Listen, the thing the that. The way the game, when it's 24 to nothing, I can hear Blair. <laughs> I can hear it clear as fucking day. I thought that Kansas Look City would win the game. Look at this mafia-ass fucking shit here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, exact, listen. Exact words. And I wasn't, I, I can see that. No, playoff games, the tensions are high. I can see a mess up once or twice and. Texans getting about two touchdowns. That's all easy for me. I, yeah. I have no problem with that. But the reason I knew that there was something fishy going on is when the number one, I'm not going to say number one hands because he's, he's really not, but the number one receiver, top five receiver in the league. Yeah. Great at returning kicks, catching all that business. When Tyreek Hill muffed a, a kick, I said, no, boy. I said, no. Didn't he just come off of some kind of suspension? They let him back in the league barely? He must have took some kind of deal how on much, that. How much do you think they paid him to muff that one? I, they let him back in the league. Remember, he, he got in trouble for beating his kid or something. I don't even think the mafia had to do shit. 
Honestly, I don't think the mafia had to do shit because fucking Bill O'Brien got <laughs> fucking shit in his neck. Nah, he was late to work. Mm-hmm. And he gave that motherfucker away. All right. He was, he was late to work. The, I, I liken the whole game to a fu- is a boxing match. Okay. Texans came out hot first round. They were just, they were throwing and everything was fucking landing. Mm-hmm. Everything was going their way. The other guy slipped. They're, they're fucking and slipping they had the jab. Three lucky it. breaks, fumbled. And- they had the punt they had the Chiefs business. up against the ropes. They had them against the ropes, and they were just doing this. All they were doing was, please quit hitting me. That mm-hmm. was it. Yeah, I agree. And then Bill O'Brien is so fucking ballless, okay? <laughs> Fourth and one on the 13-yard line. You have them on the – if you score another touchdown, they're going to give up. Yeah, there's no, no coming back. It'd be 28 to nothing. They're going to fucking give up. He he thought about it. He thought about going for it. He thought about going for it. What is what's the downside to going for it right there? It's fourth and one on what, the thirteen what, fucking yard line. If you don't get it, they're still deep in their territory. Was it one fourth and one or fourth and inches? Fourth and one. I fourth thought they were one. right right there, and then he nope, kicked the fuck. It was fourth and one. I got the whole thing written out right here. Fourth <laughs> and one on the KC thirteen with ten fifty. Four. And that's when they kicked the field goal and missed? And No, they kicked the field goal and they made it. But at that point, now you're giving Kansas City the ability to say, we did something. We, we stopped them. them. We held them to a field goal. That's when the confidence starts building. Chose to kick that fucking field goal. The next fucking, the very next play, they kick it off to Miko Hardman. He runs that motherfucker back to the 50. Mm-hmm. Now they've got a little momentum. Mm-hmm. They score in two fucking plays. Right, twenty four to seven. Now they really have goddamn momentum. And that's when they, that's when they muff Texans muff the kickoff. And now, yes. and Drew Sorensen, you get the ball back. Your offense is not running so well anymore because now you're starting to back up. It's the, now we're going back to the boxing analogy. Mm-hmm. Now you let them off of the fucking mat. You let them off the mat. You had them down. You were about to knock them out. You let them off the mat. They got back up. You let them get their feet back under them. Now their punches are starting to land. Mm-hmm. And yours are starting to miss a little bit. Fourth and four on your own 31. Bill O'Brien hits the goddamn panic button. <laughs> <laughs> up 24 to seven in the second quarter on his own 31 yard line. Fourth and four. He snaps it to his starting safety. Not a not a wide receiver, not a running back, not somebody who's used to handling the football. He snapped it to his starting safety mm-hmm. and got stopped. All right. By Drew Sorensen. Casey scores in three plays. 24 to 14. Now they've got all the momentum. Right. You're backing up completely. You're against the fu- you're against the ropes now. What the hell are you doing? You're just covering up. Please stop the bleeding. Bill O'Brien cannot do that. He cannot coach. He can't coach from behind. He can't coach, period. The game got away from him. It got in front of him. And you let Patrick Mahomes have all the momentum. Yep. And from then on, when it was 24-7, to the Chiefs went on a 51-7 to run. 51-7. to Texans trash. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, Bill O'Brien is trash. 
Oh. The only reason that the Texans even got to the point that they were at was in spite of Bill O'Brien's shitty-ass coaching because he does that in every single game. He has a call that is terrible, something like the, the fake punt on the 31. He is not good at time management. He can't manage the clock, and he has horrible challenges. He does it all the time mm-hmm. where he'll call a timeout to think about calling the challenge. And at that point, you're risking two timeouts to call one challenge that you probably won't get anyway. Mm-hmm. It happened in the in the in the uh, wild card game. He let DeAndre Hopkins talk him into throwing the challenge flag on the pass interference for defensive pass interference. They thought it should have been pass interference. How many times has that been changed this year? I don't need a stat boy to tell me it's not very fucking much. Okay, probably count on one hand to be it, honest. And yeah, and he threw a challenge at that at this point in the season. You do not challenge something that you're not gonna win. Right. God damn it! I can't. I told you I was gonna go on a rant. My, my I favorite, can't stand it. My favorite meme out of all the memes that have come out so far is the one where it was Fred from Scooby Doo. Oh yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, let's see who was coaching after the first quarter, and he. <laughs> He grabs Bill O'Brien's face and he pulls it off, and it's Jason Garrett underneath there. I said that is the greatest thing. It should have just been Bill O'Brien, and then he pulls the thing off, and it's still Bill O'Brien. Dang, because they're the same coach. It, it, this is what I'm kind of jealous of y'all in a sense that at least y'all can be excited about the fact that you've got a guy in there that knows what the hell he's doing now. He's I mean, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's got and, a hell of a staff like around him dude, now. The staff it's, is it's taken so many years to get believable. there. Believable. I mean, Dallas had they have talent. They had talent. They yeah. have they have talent currently. They had some games taken away from them due to the fact for betting rigs, but you know you can't help that. That's gonna happen every <laughs> year. The Jets game is most importantly what I'm talking about. Yeah, but um, y'all are gonna win twelve games next year. Yeah, y'all are gonna I, win with a real. I thought we were gonna team. do that this year. I mean, they didn't yeah, make but playoffs. You and, got it's the same thing of. The only difference between the Cowboys and the Texans was that the the Texans have enough talent to win in spite mm-hmm. of Bill O'Brien. Deshaun Watson is a really, really, really damn good quarterback. If you put him in New England, New England would win 12 Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. Because he has the coaching. The only thing that holds him back is Bill O'Brien. The Texans have the talent of a 13-win team, but they have the coaching of a 7-win team. Mm-hmm. And so that's... It holds them back. The only they win ten games in spite of Bill O'Brien. You, the coaching for the Cowboys was bad too. You got the talent of a twelve-win team. You got the coaching of a six-win team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and that's the, what's holding that's, you back. That's the thing that always gets on my nerves. Like, there's so much. There's so many people that get on Facebook, and all they do is just post stupid, stupid memes about the Texans and Cowboys. Too, you know. If yeah. the Cowboys fans post about Texas, Texas about the Cowboys, and it's like you can't be that ignorant. You can't really think that that picture is actually means something. Like, okay, the Cowboys weren't good this year. Guess what? They only have for the rest of their life for another chance. Yeah. Like, so it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw this one picture. It was um, it came on there, and it was man. I just woke up, so I really didn't even catch on to it the first time I saw it. But it was. It was a picture of eight quarterbacks, and they were wrapped around the screen like this, and it had playoffs at the bottom, and it had the black cat. Yeah. And it said, just checking to see if y'all still them boys. 
And at first, I was like, okay, it's the eight quarterbacks that made the playoffs. And I started looking, and I was like, I said, that's why is Terry Bridgewater in there? I said, why isn't it Drew Brees? I was like, that don't make no sense. And I started looking, and I was like, okay, this is the eight teams that beat Dallas. And somebody woke up and took the time out of their day to find yeah. a picture of those eight quarterbacks. I'm like, Terry Bridgewater didn't even throw a touchdown. He threw an interception. And they kicked four field goals to beat yeah, Dallas. Yeah, that's a horrible attempt. And why do you have the playoff symbol that's up a, there? That's a fucking horrible attempt. I said, I've, I said on Facebook, I, I, meant, I commented on it three times to three different people that shared that picture. I said, because the caption said, just checking to see if y'all still them boys. I said, nah. I said, they changed the name of the 100-year-old franchise because they didn't make playoffs one year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I that, hate them. I can't. Uh, I, I, I did like see that. a good one today, though. Uh -oh. It said the Texans got beat so bad that they fired the Astros coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Wrong, wrong coach, Houston. Wrong oh. coach. That was a good one. That oh, was a good that one. That is funny. I, I mean, the Texans giving it up, with, that's up there. That's right up there with, like, Atlanta giving up their Super Bowl lead. Obviously, the game wasn't nearly as important as the Super Bowl, but that's up there with the them the Oilers giving it up to the fucking Bills, man. Like, yeah, now that that that's was... right. That's up there with with the fucking British Empire giving up a thirteen colony lead. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's up there. I'm telling you. Dang, that's a... <laughs> yeah. The, the Oilers, <laughs> Buffalo. I, I would say that's probably the, the best thing I've heard in a while. Too, but <laughs> yeah, that game. It just felt like they were given that lead in the beginning in order to have that comeback. I don't know if that's true. It's, it, it that really that is not a mafia that. comeback. That's just the Chiefs were it just really that good player. No, the a, Texans may really be that trashy. I don't really no, think that's Yeah, that's, it's, it's certainly, do not, don't say Texans though. Oh. Specify. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is absolutely that Whatever. fucking trash. I've, I've said it a hundred times. He's, they're, they have enough talent. They'll go nine and seven, ten and six all day. Occasionally, they'll go like eleven and five or twelve and four. But they'll they're going to lose in the first or second round every single year because Bill O'Brien cannot coach his way out of a paper bag. It dude. just felt so staged. I don't know why it felt that way to me. Like it just because it shouldn't be real. You should not give up if you're in the NFL. You are the best of the best. I'm in there. There's no way. I'm in there hating on my wife because she's in there watching The Bachelor. And uh, all this drama's going on, and she's like, "You don't want to watch this with me?" I was like, "It's all scripted. Like you, they're not really in love. Like they just make it up." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Why would I want to sit and watch something that's so scripted?" And then I catch myself looking like a jackass sitting yeah. there watching NFL, <laughs> thinking that it's really fixing to come out the way I think. And no, goddamn well, whoever wrote that motherfucker's winning an Oscar. Oh yeah, that. that boy, straight out of drama class. So, uh. So, yeah, that's why I'm wearing the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to wear this jersey until Bill O'Brien gets fired. I'm actually rooting for the Titans stink? the rest of the playoffs. Why? Because they beat your favorite quarterback? I'm down with the, I'm down with the Titans, no, but not for no, that reason. No, the reason I'm down with the Titans is because when all both my fantasy leagues hit the toilet bowl, I was scrambled for a quarterback, and I found Tannehill somehow in both my leagues. And he carried me from the end, which I would have won – the Casey's League outright, yeah. but just Will and them had a spectacular game when it counted. But then the last week when it would have been the playoff week, I outscored everybody in the league again. Yeah, And it's like, I would have won, but Tannehill is a monster. And whenever you start rooting for somebody like that each week, 
to yeah. carry your teams, especially when it's both your teams for money, you start liking him. And so, like, and even bef- the year before that, I had Derrick Henry. Yeah. And so I've kind of got a connection with both of them now, and I've never liked Tennessee. Don't have a reason to like Tennessee. But this year, I'm like, yes, <laughs> underdogs, you know. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I can get down and with that. And now they've already knocked off, the, arguably, now the Patriots were at the beginning of the season, their defense and all that, you know, one of the top contenders for the Super Bowl. But since then, they've really fallen kind of off. Yep. But they've already knocked out arguably two of the top seeds that are play I mean, Super Bowl winning contenders. Everybody in their grandma thought Baltimore was going to win, except for people who can actually, you know, think put it on their head on their shoulders. No, so. shut up. Man. <laughs> but then then they knocked off Brady, who was always, you know, playoff. He gets better. Everybody, playoffs. if you didn't think Baltimore was going to make it, you thought Patriots. Yeah, were gonna and make they've already it. knocked off the two top threats. So well, now it's like the other competition that's left: Patrick Mahomes. Is is good. Most likely he's going to win, but and then Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Or I'm sorry, San no. Francisco is going to the Super Bowl. Uh, see, ESPN, ESPN put it the best though with with the Tennessee Titans that their road to the Super Bowl is probably the hardest that any team has ever and had it, to endure. They're doing it, okay? They, yeah. So they 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 played the Patriots, which everybody knows the Patriots are who they yeah, are. The okay? Super Bowl, they're and then team. they beat them. And then, and they're in the sixth seat, sixth seat. So then they have to go play Lamar Jackson MVP and the best team in the NFL. <laughs> I put the MVP thing in there for you, Blair. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they had to put that in there, uh, play them, a 14 and two team, best team in it, and they beat them. So now they're playing Patrick Mahomes, who is the reigning MVP with the Chiefs. He's going to get shut up. Just. Come annihilated the Texans in three quarters, and yeah, he didn't need four. Yeah, and so now they're they're going to have to, you know, beat them. If they beat the Chiefs, they might as well just give them the fucking Super Bowl. They deserve. They it. deserve it. I mean, they got big <laughs> plays. They're doing big things. I'm telling you right now, Tannehill is going to tell Patrick Mahomes the same thing Julius Campbell told Bertie. Yeah, you can shut up too. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I this is some mafia shit that I I've been Uh-oh. following for you, Blair. Okay? Oh, here we go. And I think that the mafia has bought into some State Farm uh, nah. stock. Nope. Okay. Nope. Because nope. They've been State Farm's been doing this whole Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Patrick Mahomes thing all that year is true. long. That is, that is true. And now all of a sudden. They're uh, one game away from the Super Bowl uh, to play State a State Farm. Farm the mafia. No. A State Farm Super Bowl. Nope. It's the State Farm Bowl. Can it's not even the Super Bowl no more. I nope. guarantee you. No. I guarantee you. I have not thought about this or heard about this room. It's my first time to hear it. But I guarantee you right now, if you had the access and you knew where it was, I promise you, you could find the commercial right now. It's already made. It's already been produced. Oh, absolutely. It's already recorded. Nope. Somewhere that agent has already they've already done a Super Bowl commercial and it's it's ready to roll. They're just waiting for the Super Dude, Bowl. You think that's not the, gonna that's play. not the chalk answer? They're gonna Everybody play is that. betting on that. Everybody is betting on that. It's Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. They're two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever walk the face of the earth. Everybody's like, oh man, they're going to the Super Bowl you know for real. Not We're gonna get an Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes showdown in the Super Bowl. And just because you think that shit. You finna get Ryan Tannehill versus Jimmy Garoppolo. I do anything for <laughs> and they gonna throw for hundred and twenty yards. 
and it's not going to be exciting. I do it's going to be 10 to 9. Dude, State I Farm, I'll tell you game. this. State Farm has already produced 20 different commercials oh, yeah. with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. And they're not yeah. going to get to use none of them. Bitches. Even if they don't get to use them, they got them. And they're all going to be at least two minutes and 50 seconds long. They're not going to get to use none of them shits. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans versus the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be the quickest Super Bowl in history because all they're going to do is run the fucking ball. It's going to be 10 to 9, and Derrick Henry hey. is going to run for 500 fucking yards. No lie. And get though. nowhere. Get nowhere. Yeah. And score no touchdown. No lie. How are you going to run for 195 yards and not score a touchdown? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It, w- it won't exist because it doesn't promote State Farm. But it, you know how hilarious if somebody else was to fund it and, like, that agent comes walking out the tunnel and he got, like, his sunglasses on and he got Tannehill and Henry on e- underneath each arm and there's, like, white doves flying and they're all, like, in matching tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> and they come out and, like, it's Aaron Rodgers uh, and uh, Patrick Mahomes are sitting on the couch, like, eating cereal or something. And they're like, oh, just... Wanted to come and stop by and see how y'all are doing on our way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, do you know? Like, I would do anything. Oh, so you signed see. you signed my friend Patrick and Aaron? Well, I got Derek. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, obviously, it had to be somebody. It had to be a direct competitor to State Farm. And it had to, you know. Obviously, Texas Farm Bureau. Obviously that Get guy, on it, Regina. Obviously, that <laughs> agent is under contract with um, State Farm for their yeah. commercials. But. If you could get him to come and do a commercial for like Progressive or something, you know, or Allstate, and he just comes walking out, uh, and it's like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. That'd be that would be funny. Well, in the interest of time, State Farm Bowl, though, we uh, we're bumping up on an hour here, so okay, we're gonna. I, but I do want y'all's picks, though. Obviously, y'all both think Green Bay because State Farm is the mafia. Man, I I want to see San Francisco. I've been a Jimmy Garoppolo fan for a long time since he was drafted, and I like Kyle Shanahan. I want to see that, and I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. I just I don't discount. Double check your feelings at the door, son. I'm saying San Fran. Okay. Or are you going to pick all the games? Or you want me to pick this game and then we go forward? You only got you only got two games. You pick this game and then we'll we'll get okay. to the next one. Yeah, I agree. I think that San Francisco should win the game. Now I'm not even taking in the, any of the newfound information that Swank just told me, <laughs> even though that is pretty good evidence. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers been on the decline. San Francisco's been doing really good. Their defense is better, but. Green Bay's offense has been rolling. I'm going to say that Aaron Rodgers is going back. I'm going to take Green Bay. All right. I'm taking San Francisco. I think that – Short and sweet, just because everybody wants to see Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes because that would be super exciting, and we're not getting that. We're getting Tannehill versus Garoppolo, and that shit's going to be ugly as hell. Everybody's going to be like, man, Super Bowl sucked this year. I the only just, good thing about Super Bowl was the commercials. I just feel the upset <laughs> of Green Bay winning that game coming. Well, I don't. I don't know if you can really call that much of an upset, though, because those both teams are very good teams. The upset comes in the other one. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent upset. Because I got Tennessee, baby. 
I got Tennessee too. Tennessee, big baby. Nah, I know Tennessee's gonna win that game, but I want Tennessee to I, win so bad. Yeah, I'm the same. I want Tennessee to win the no. underdog thing and all that, but they're not gonna win. Tennessee is winning that fucking game. Put all the money. Hold on, let me get my free money. I put all the money you got on Tennessee. They're getting seven and a half. Oh yeah, well that that's a lock no matter what. I'm gonna go the Garrett route. And I'm going to tell the tribe out there, if you want free money, you pick Kansas City because I just. You can't do You ain't me. I don't have I the like, gun. <laughs> I like this. But, we all three got different picks. You got Tennessee and Tennessee San and San Francisco. He got San Francisco and Kansas City. And I'm taking Green Bay and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We got all three different picks. Yeah. That'll teach them. <laughs> I have one more pickle before we end this. Okay. Because this Saturday, Conor McGregor is fighting. Blair, I don't know if you have you ever seen a Conor McGregor fight? Floyd Mayweather. Have you seen any of his MMA fights? Mm, no. Okay. Swank, who you got? Conor or Cowboy? Conor. You got Conor. You taking Conor? I have Obviously, no idea. You haven't seen I have his no MMA. idea who Cowboy is. Cowboy Cerrone. He's the he's the he's a badass too. I'll most fights to in UFC history, most wins in UFC history. All Man, that. He, he's a. He's a stand-up motherfucker. He drinks Budweiser. He owns a ranch. Like he's a dad. He's an actual cowboy. I don't like Conor McGregor, so I'm just gonna. I'll say cowboy, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, just to be funny. They fight this weekend. I'm gonna take Conor just because. I mean, is Conor not in the best shape? (laughs) Well, they say that shit, but that doesn't mean anything. Just because his coach said that he's in the best shape, what else is he gonna say? He gonna go on a radio show and be like. Connor's looking like shit. <laughs> I just, I just like I mean, the Connor, fact that he doesn't. He's have, all right, but you know, I don't know. I, I guess I just like him. the fact he doesn't have to cut weight or anything like that. He's just going in there as Connor fucking McGregor. Yeah, but everyday he, Connor. Neither does Cowboy. So. True, but we've never seen him as everyday. Con- well, I'll take that back with Nate. So twice. Yeah, and he was one and one in those. But yeah, fellas, really appreciate y'all coming through. Yeah. Little man tribe sports action. Uh, hopefully, we can do it again next week. Uh, we won't have Derek. We've been missing Derek like every goddamn time. Dude. Not missing much. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, we uh, he has never even been on like a, a video one. We got all these jobs and these commutes. It's crazy. It's that's like, true. Are you still gonna be working way out in the land of Cleve? Uh, no, I'm <laughs> supposed to be getting a transfer whenever I'm. Able to stand on my own feet, which should be towards the end of this month. Okay, should be going to Huntsville. All right, but I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of things going on internally. I'm not going to speak too soon, but there okay. could be other other chances. All right. Well, anyway, I appreciate y'all coming out. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate everybody watching. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you are listening on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to, go ahead and subscribe to that shit too, because it's on every single one of them. Uh, follow us on Instagram mostly because it's pretty hard to manage uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter page. So I, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram and hopefully we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. And we'll be talking about the damn Super Bowl by then. <laughs> That'd be nice. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you listening, Tribe. Stay Tribe. What I forgot is better than whatever they remember. Never mind, I'm off it. It's quiet for them. 
Time to put the temper tantrums to the quiet corner. Hush, that's enough, said the ruler. No suckers allowed to break bread or asunder. The daylight, lightning, and the thunder. Sun, moon, and stars, and the hunger. Abundance in bundles, blessings in troubles, towers and tunnels, views and